0: the macaroni zone the macaroni zone
1: the macaroni zone the macaroni zone hello everybody my name is danny palumbo with me is james austin johnson hello and you have entered the macaroni zone the podcast that feels like james it feels like jumping out of the pool throwing on a towel and chowing down on some fresh watermelon maybe a hot dog or a hamburger
0: it's may baby Danny, to me, the podcast feels like okay your ungreased fingers ripping open that yellow Lay's bag and eating a few, yeah. maybe cutting your lip a little bit, and then like Ooh. then then you pick up your phone with the grease on your fingers. No, oh, that's a bad feeling. Though. You have the but you have the memory of the pleasure of the chip. You you, you feel it and you go, this is the consequence of my yeah. pleasure. You you,
1: know? you carry it with you. You carry it with you. It's the same thing with Doritos. Yeah, Doritos. The, what? I Although it, you lick the cheese dust from your do, Dorito fingers, oh, but that doesn't
0: get rid of it. It doesn't.
1: But like Lay's, you kind of just let it get greasy.
0: Yeah, Lay's. You need you need a towel, but a Dorito, you need to wash your hands. You need a. F- yeah, to do the full thing. Put a listen.
1: Put a towel down on the bed before you eat Doritos. That's what I say.
0: But you're saying summer's about chips, Danny. You're saying that's what you're saying. Well, it's a, I, I, well. that's what you're saying. I, I'm, I, I'm saying. I'm
1: saying pool things, but coincidentally enough, uh, I, I think of Lay's as like a, a poolside. I think it's poolside. Chip. James, when you jump out of a... Are you a pool guy? Yeah, of course I am. Okay. Are you a beach guy? Sometimes. Okay, you paused. Uh, <laughs> I, I like a beach. I'm not crazy about it. I yeah. like it. But when you hop out of a pool... Yeah. What do you want? You wrap a towel well, around you're your, starving, your body. right.
0: You've been you've been exercising and and you're you I you've been t- floating on a rubber duck for. <sighs> I was thinking about this, Danny. I wanted to ask you yeah. because on all of my food Instagrams, I follow a lot of restaurants, even restaurants I don't even like, like restaurants I don't even haven't even eaten there. I just follow a lot of like food pictures on sure. Instagram, uh, different places around LA and stuff. And I saw a picture for um, it was like uh, fried chicken and pancakes. I think it was Honey's Kettle. I follow Honey's oh, Kettle yeah. for some reason. Me too. And I've never eaten there. No. And uh, <laughs> me either. Nope. But they're just like I remember they were one of those first restaurants that was like very much on Instagram. Like for years they've been posting pictures of their yeah. like, come get it. And it's just like, why does yeah. this chicken have it's like, why does a dog have an Instagram? <laughs> like why would this plate of chicken have an Instagram? Uh but I just saw it and I saw it was like uh summer means Crispy fried chicken. Does on, it? on pancakes? And I thought, no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Why is fish and chips the national food of London, Danny? Why do you think? Because oh, it's surrounded by beaches.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, because it's, rainy, it's and rainy and dreary all yeah, the of course, time. Of course. Yeah. And
0: the wax paper, the newspaper that you that you the fish and chip paper. It, it's it, it all works with the aesthetic of London. The rainy day. The like yeah. you're getting under cover. You're getting. You're getting into the the uh, the warmth of the fish and chip shop. Pancakes near a pool. You've got a death Yuck. wish sir. You have a fried death wish. Fried chicken. Anything fried. I don't get why that's like a summer thing. That shouldn't be a summer thing. That, maybe that's a fall. Maybe that's sure. a spring. I know there's something about the deep fryer that says, ooh, carnival, state fairground. Let's, let's deep fry something and have some summer food. So fried chicken is, I will say it's not definitively summer. Well, you can't cast it against sunlight, Danny. Maybe on a summer night. Okay. Maybe on a breezy summer night. I understand the fried. Oh,
1: but it's picnic food, man. So that—that is. That, it? That, that is, is I, think, it? I think
0: I think fried chicken is. I, I think, think an Italian sub is picnic food. I think a, I think a, ro- a, a chilled rosé is picnic yeah. food.
1: I, I, Italian sub is also something you can eat while you're driving a you know a semi truck you know
0: that it's, and it's, the, does that happen all the time Danny it happens to me all the time
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of what doesn't go there
0: and at the top of that list is I yeah I think it's I think summer is cakes. so much about being thirsty rather than hungry Thirst to yeah, me the summer is about the beverages right it's like right. it's about the cold beer it's about the chilled wine it's about this the hard seltzer it's about it's about it's about staying trim It's about staying trim. It's about, oh, let's get a juice. Maybe instead of lunch, we'll get a juice. Yeah. You know, we'll walk around with our juices. It's about being drunk and not full. It's about waking up and uh, maybe with a new lover and walking (laughs) down to the cold brew. You get your cold brew and you bring it back in a bagel. James, give me... um, Your Michael Rabaport is very good.
1: I I was just in Austin, Texas, and uh, all my friends know and love you. Hmm. They're all comedians. Yeah. But Tony uh, Hinchcliffe. Uh, Tony. And <laughs> oh, your friends. Right. Uh, no. Tim Dillon. No. And... Okay. The old Austin guard. The, oh, okay. The cool ones that uh, kept their integrity and never made a dime off of all doing stuff. All right. The yeah. uh, these people love you. And uh, that was, you yeah, know, they love the Trump. And I was like, man, but his rap rapport is also very good. And I feel like rap Michael Rappaport has an energy where if he were to do. A restaurant review that restaurant would become shuttered within a week yeah in that he would destroy <laughs> he would destroy any 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 food or restaurant he talks about give me michael Rappaport uh shitting all over the nashville hot chicken trend in los angeles
0: <laughs> in los angeles yeah okay here's what i don't understand about all the chicken shit hot chicken bullshit hot chicken restaurants in los angeles california why, why do you need to do something that somebody else already perfected? Perfect. And you got to come here and do your shitty. Oh, I moved here from Indianapolis last week. And now I put some Tabasco sauce on some chicken tenders. And now I'm saying it's something real or something good. It's hot chicken. That's a great. There was a grandma in a fucking basement who made that shit. You noodle dick. It's so a grandma with a protected, and she protected a cayenne mix that she wrote on a greasy piece of paper. They almost lost it to the ages. Because the son- the stupid fucking son who inherited the kitchen didn't know where she kept the recipes in. Some Seinfeld plot shit with the, with the soup Nazi bullshit. And you come in here thinking you're going to be as good as a nephew, one of these magical American mistresses of Spice. Fuck you, pig dick!
1: Oh God! Oh, uh,
0: noodle. Where's dick. the white bread <laughs> that sops up all the sauce? You fucking idiot! Brioche, get the fuck out of here!
1: Oh, I had, to, I had to pick
0: up the mic to do that.
1: Oh yeah, well you have to rock the mic when it's, you're when you're doing Rappaport. The,
0: the, Trump is the same way because both of them. Well, Trump doesn't do what Michael Rappaport does, where he. Michael Rappaport walks around with his phone in his neighborhood and screams those He does thoughts. And, and
1: he points at the camera a lot. So he's holding very aggressive. He's holding the his phone. Yeah. And then with the other hand, he's like pointing at the it's super it's aggressive. He easy to get
0: worked up. He's got his heart rate up. You know, that's his cardio. Is like getting really angry about yeah. like something he saw in a <clears throat> Starbucks. You know what I mean? Also, uh his None li- of the LA Starbucks have the brown sugar. Oat milk shaking espresso shit because they love the oat milk so much they ran out of it. People want to plant milk. Hidden
1: within uh, both of those are just really salient points. Also, it's hard. Boy, is it hard to take anything Michael rappaport says and go, well, those are some really good points, sir, because he's just fucking screaming at the top of yeah, his lungs. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, Nashville hot chicken trend mm-hmm. is—I mean, those are yeah. Give me the bread, give me the fucking bread. Well,
0: yeah, they're just not—they're not serving it like the normal. It's not. Yeah. It is not Nashville hot. I—I I have. It's not. I have yet to have a Nashville hot chicken. There's chicken and hot sauce. I would right. call this Los Angeles chicken and hot sauce. Oh, that's a hell- yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the trend. Chicken that's and hot that's the sauce? trend. Yeah, yeah. Chicken yeah. and hot yeah, sauce. Yeah. yeah. But no one's like doing the like, like the, all the steps that they do. The The, like, the
1: Valentina's chicken trend in Los Angeles is taking the city by storm.
0: (laughs) I would eat the Valentino chicken. I got a big bottle of it at home. They only sell it in the
1: big. It's great.
0: It's good. And it's It's ubiquitous. You can throw it on anything. I understand it though with Valentina. That could be a chicken tender trend because it has the thickness of like fucking Hooters glaze. Sure. Yeah, it, yeah. It has the thickness that can crawl into oh, all the things. I was just
1: thinking that today. Yeah. I w- I poured a bunch on my eggs and I was like, this isn't as watery and as vinegary as a hot oh. sauce. It's got a little It's like a curry paste. It's got a little viscosity to it. Yeah, it What does. the hell is in there? I know. Probably z- xanthan gum
0: or something. <laughs> it's one of those binding agents It's a use. very cheap hot sauce, but I like the flavor probably more than Tapatia. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Valentina, you might be I might right. Like
1: the those are one and two for me, and maybe Tapatio first. I also get Cholula. I don't mind Cholula.
0: And I'm sorry if you are a person who listens to a lot of food podcasts and you've heard the episode one billion times of "Hey, we're gonna rank the hot sauces we're, now." You know, I'm right. sure you've heard that one trillion times. Yeah, we're not gonna do I'm that. I'm not yet. gonna do that. I don't. I don't.
1: I don't know if I believe in ranking things. Yeah. No. I. I don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a confident enough person to say. I go. These are the best ones I've tried. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, some of the best. That's yeah. good. Anytime I've done a ranking, mm-hmm. I, I've never felt good
0: afterwards. Yeah. Uh, that like. said, Tabasco is not a hot sauce; it's a vinegar sauce. Is that true? That's what I say. That's what you say. It's not hot. It's it's a vinegar sauce. It bring, Tabasco it, is hot, but it's more like. You're right, though. It's a. Li- it doesn't have any. It doesn't have any flavor. I would put it like it has flavor, but it's just like it's the zip comes from vinegar not to me not from spice okay like what that the it's more bracing than it is well Ah.
1: (laughs) there's a hundred times more flavor in valentina's and tapatio than there than there is in tabasco oh yeah tabasco is like some mre (laughs) your dad worked the national guard (laughs) sort of so now there's all these like you know army food kits in your house sort of like you know, that's...
0: That's kind of what I like about it is the um that it's rooted in a specific time. It feels like you're a taste from a time machine. It's a wartime hot sauce. It's like the first time they thought to do a hot sauce. That's what it tastes like. It's that's like true. we just had the idea to make yeah, a hot sauce. Yeah. and It's their first draft.
1: Yeah, y'all kept the early drafts around,
0: too. Interesting. Probably my favorite label. I would have to say that that is my favorite sauce label of all of the... Bottle labels. Oh, Tabasco. Just, just the look of a Tabasco sauce is
1: oh incredible. Simple, uh, almost po-
0: postmodern art. So, you know, it's it's so much white space. Every time some dipshit mm. developer buys a brewery in yeah. Denver, or Oklahoma City, like buys a buys a warehouse and turns it into a brewery food hall, they are like. All of their like accents and signage and everything, it feels like it's stealing the Tabasco bottle. Does it really? I s something about it, it's like I think it's such so influential in its in its uh typography. I feel like I see it in neon everywhere. I see like riffs oh, on the Tabasco Oh, right. I this is I'm looking at it right now and it's like, oh,
1: this is the front of so many t shirts, only they change the lettering. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like
0: yeah. yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like this is like it's just It's just a beautiful label. How could you not steal this? It looks like some hipster bullshit. You know, it's funny because I always think... (laughs) And yet it's unchanged from 50 years. I I
1: always think of Sriracha as like the... If you own a Sriracha shirt, it's like, holy shit. You know, How often are you shopping at Target? (laughs) Yeah, the last
0: time that was cool was 2004.
1: James, you missed a good week last week, and we'll have to go back. Uh, I just want to bring it up briefly. We went to Daybird. Mm. And speaking of hot chicken trends, I'm all over this shit. I, I rarely eat Sichuan... Uh, hot chicken. Um, well, I I, eat, I love Sichuan food, but the the Sichuan yeah. peppercorn mm. is it's often described as like a electric, and it's it god damn it, it has so much good flavor to it. I am so pissed you went there. There, me. I know. Well, Joe Quazala um recommended it, and uh, yeah, we, we were both like Dalgo yeah. monthly. Yeah, fucks you up. I mean, it's actually hot, and yeah. but it's it's also intensely flavorful in a way that like. A lot of Americans aren't doing. Oh my god! You know, hot sauces are like slap your mama, and uh, you know, kill the dog, do it, and stuff like that. (laughs) But like, this is like actually. She's lying to you. She's she's (laughs) been lying the whole time. (laughs) James, it's time for fake food, real food. uh, The part of the show where we uh, we taste test some fake bitch ass food. That uh, once you and your whole family dead, and then real food from a restaurant, some place that you should actually be supporting. Mm, okay, not these companies selling us, you know, MSG
0: Doritos or whatever the fuck. Oh yeah, um, it's very interesting because the food that you're about to toss to me, Danny, is a food I wholeheartedly support.
1: Oh, it is good because I know you're not much of a sweets
0: guy. Oh, but this is the exact kind but of this sweet is that I like. we are looking
1: at uh, Biscoff. Delta Airlines cookies. You
0: are you're on a you're on a Delta flight, and right. uh, the nice nice woman has come by with the little cart with the little yeah. basket.
1: Maybe you're about to throw on Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol.
0: You're about to play. <laughs> you're about to play that island where Link gets naked on Breath of the Wild <laughs> on your Switch, because <laughs> you know it's a one hour experience. Now, James, God, I love these. Speaking of like food memories
1: and comfort and all those things. Flying is stressful as hell for me. Mm-hmm. I know it's bad for you, but for for, for yeah. me I, I definitely get anxious and I'm when I'm anxious I eat a lot. Mm. That that is what gets me through a flight. I bring something that I can kind of like the eating. Yeah, something that I can kind of nibble on cuz I get shifty in my seat. Mm-hmm. If we start getting some turbulence, yeah. You know, I start shifting around a lot. I need to be doing things and yeah. kind of a way to combat that or make it seem normal. I'll open up some like Mentos, Skittles, Mm. something. I need to be eating something. It just keeps me busy, so I, you know, if I'm sitting still. I'm like, God, Christ, I'll have a panic attack. But these cookies are, like, sort of like, I don't know, an anxiety soother in a way. Like, that's what I
0: associate it with. That's great. And so I have such an affinity for these things. I have a positive, just a very positive association with these. Um, And I was introduced to them, these Lotus Biscoffs, on... Delta, flying Delta, mm-hmm. on some trip. Is it only Delta? No, I think I've seen them on other planes, but for some reason, de- they're standard on Delta, they the are. way that the way that the little blue packet of Southwest mm-hmm. peanuts are standard mm-hmm. on um, Southwest flights. Um, but uh, I love them so much. They're so perfectly spiced. They're so perfectly sweet, and they have a burnt taste, a caramel taste. They do have taste. a burnt taste. The yeah. burnt
1: flavor is delicious. I... Gave one to our producer Jake, who said it tastes like grandma's house, mm. which is like I don't know. You could you could uh, I don't know. That's like saying hard candies for old people. It could I don't know. It could go one way or the other. Either it's something nice or it's like there's no flavor. But I don't know, again, I like it when desserts don't have a lot of loud flavor. Mm. I like simple. I like sugar cookies. Hey, I like anise. You know,
0: I like eating anise too.
1: They uh they also make a cookie butter. Have you ever
0: had a cookie butter? Yes, I have had the cookie butter. That shit's dangerous. It's you it's could, a little it's a little much. I love it. It's great.
1: You're supposed to put it on you make a little cookie sandwich out of Biscoff cookie butter and Biscoff cookies.
0: I mean two textures, one great taste. It's a good yeah. idea. It's a good idea. It's I wanna I wanna have more to say about this, Danny, but this is just something that I really purely Enjoy, and I have sure. almost nothing to say about the Biscoff I, cookie.
1: I, I, the, l- the only thing that I'll reiterate is that I thrust this one r- right up top of the food chain as far as comforting food goes. Because what is more anxious than getting on a goddamn airplane? Especially yeah.
0: if you're afraid of heights. Yeah.
1: So these little Biscoff cookies come
0: around. And I find that <clears throat> I find that the things—maybe I'm wrong about this. But I find that the things that I enjoy with coffee, I also enjoy with red wine. That is the that bizarre. I, that I snack on with coffee, bread, um, yes, croissant bread, or something would make sense. Um, <laughs> cheese and meat, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> really? I don't know. Like, like a nice uh, hunk
1: of Havarti and a and a, in a an iced coffee to go. No,
0: but um, I drink. I don't drink coffee on planes. I drink red wine for some reason. These Biscoffs, which I normally eat with coffee you
1: couldn't pay you couldn't pay me to drink coffee on a day where i'm flying why would i want to be more lucid for this shit yeah i don't want to be awake no i'm taking a xanax and i'm gonna pass out uncomfortably and have back problems for you know the rest of the year
0: sometimes i'll take sometimes i'll drink the coffee i love the smell of it when they start bringing the coffees around because i do a lot of like first thing in the morning flights Mm -hmm. so when they start bringing the coffees around right before you're about to land um uh I love the smell of it. I love the, the ritual of the flight attendants walking through with the coffees. It's like, I always want it, but I'm not one of those. I think it's for the people with- It's
1: more th- there for the smell. I do like the smell of coffee. I do. On a, on a plane, don't want to ingest it. A, it's bad coffee. Yeah. Not that I'm that picky about coffee, but you know.
0: I've heard, Danny, no. as I follow a lot. You, you say that I have trouble with flying. I also love flying. Do you Really? I'm caught in between two worlds. I thought you were terrified as many Americans oh, are. Oh, we're
1: both small-town stupid. I'm where not, we're like
0: very uh I'm not terrified of flying, Danny. I'm terrified of turbulence. I I hate roller coasters. I hate dropping altitude. Same. I I hate the change in pressure. There are aspects of flights of which I am terrified. But flying, traveling, hotels, airports. So fun. I love it. Yeah. So I like a lot of things about the flight. There's to me there's nothing Worse than, like, <laughs> taking off and hitting yeah. turbulence. And there's nothing better than reaching altitude, leveling off, smooth, smooth. Fly. I love the soothing, the... Yeah. I love that sound, that just, like, like noise machine, white yeah. noise. I love the, like, getting served is awesome. Like, they're not doing that right now on American <laughs> Airlines, but, like... They are in being, Delta. Being able to press a button and get red wine and just like chill and have red wine. I I bring a laptop with like old Elton Brown episodes on it. I watch like I watch whatever bullshit they have on their Mindy Project or whatever. Like (laughs) I watched Entourage for three and a half hours my last The
1: only place you would watch the Mindy Project is on a is on a plane. (laughs) The The only only place place
0: I would watch Entourage and I was really enjoying watching Entourage on this plane. I feel like Yeah, that's true. You watch things you'd never watch. You drink things you'd never drink, you eat things you'd never eat you think things you'd never think there's something like like gratitude for
1: your life because (laughs) you're afraid it's going to go down
0: (laughs) i'm never worried that the plane's going to go down i'm worried that we're going to jump up and down and my body's going to be shaken and i'm my heart rate is going to skyrocket and i'm going to have to deal with the whoopy feeling of swooping which that's what i'm afraid of
1: and then here comes the biscoff cookie to say hey james yeah. It's all okay. <laughs> hop in <laughs> the here, Biscoff hop Biscoff cookies here with are me. Great.
0: And I don't know why they work with the red wine. I don't know what it is about dark drinks and things like these Biscoff cookies, yeah. these lightly spiced and
1: that is borderline I wanna say chalky that's an cookies. odd combination. But I don't know. I'm sure there's some data out there that'll prove me wrong.
0: It's a thing that you only do on planes, so why not? And Biscoffs are a, s- a snack I only had on planes for many years of my life, and I brought them into my waking life. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I did the same thing with red wine. I was not a red wine drinker Somebody Only on planes. So I was drinking whiskey on planes for a while and someone was like, "Whiskey's an upper. You're going to like get punchy and shaky and weird." Is that true? Whiskey is more energizing. I think cuz it's more sugary and it's like it's it's, you know what I mean? It's sweeter I guess and more that checks out. But the hangover. My
1: problem with red wine on a plane, though, is whiskey, that whiskey's jittery. Most red wine is bad, and it contains a lot of sugar and a lot of Sulphites chemicals. And, and yeah. right, you're asking for a, a horrid headache. Oh yeah. And I think combining that with traveling is like I don't want to go down that road. This is why I don't really spring for booze on flights. I make mm. sure I have a Xanax. Yeah. I take it. <laughs> and I just float on them it's I'm driving the plane now. You know?
0: <laughs> I, That's how I I feel. wanna be like a Xanax guy, but uh I'm I'm like afraid of all pills. Get into
1: it, I'll get you some. Twenty bucks a pop. Uh hey, biscoff cookies, they're good. Real food. We didn't go to a restaurant in Los Angeles. We were both out of town. Yeah. And I think that it would we should talk about some of the places we went.
0: I would love to. where did you go? I have some pictures. Yeah, where did you go in Nashville? well i uh in Nashville i had uh well Nashville itself this was like not a fun trip this was like a family right. um grandparents dying trip um that was very stressful and weird, so we didn't have a whole lot of really like fun food stuff happening in Nashville to be honest right. but but I mean I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, something that we got multiple times were salads from Zaxby's the, the the cob salad at Zaxby's chicken it's just it's well, so good that that was sort of like our life raft during this trip was like not not no my parents don't eat greens yep. no one in my family eats anything healthy they're all very much southerners where it's like okay, can, can you put, like, three pounds of ranch on my two leaves of, like, bone-white iceberg <laughs> lettuce? Like, th- that was the vegetables for the week. Yeah. No one ate vegetables at any point, so w- there was a Zaxby's near our house, and that's where we'd go. We'd go well, get... You're also speaking my language, too, because when stuff like this does
1: happen in your life, and it does, yeah, you know... People get older, they get sick. I mean, this has happened many times in my family, and you're around everybody. It's like, what are you eating then is yeah. almost what I'm more interested in yeah. than what are you eating when you're out with your friends? And like, you know, like, what's the most comforting uh, thing for you? And Zach uh, Z- Zaxby's salad, that'll do it. And that'll get a you everything Zaxby's you need, salad. too. Protein, and, lettuce, and nutrients.
0: I have one more thing. I went to one nice restaurant for my uh, mother-in-law's birthday we went to this. Was our this was a strange eating experience. We were in Franklin, Tennessee. Franklin is a very uh bougie part of Tennessee. Okay, and um, here you can scroll through, yeah, let me see, scroll through these pics here because I don't know what this pasta is called. What was the spot you were at?
1: <sighs> oh, this is a weird, honestly, this looks like this, it looks a little bit like the uh, uh, the weird um, cascatelli. The yeah. the dude made. It's just it, it's, it's dude, nice to It did and remind ridged. me of the of what the it's dude va- made. It's very ridged and torpedoed. It's like a god, it's kinda of like a submarine missile. It
0: looks like a um, a waffle cone.
1: It looks like a waffle
0: looks cone. Looks like a frilled, like a Victoria's secret waffle cone. Very phallic. Very cool. And um
1: what was this like a carbonara with like peas? Yeah, it was. So it, it was like.
0: sort of like a riff on a carbonara, basically. Oh, God, I love a good riff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love
1: riffing, and I love eating riffs. <laughs>
0: it was good. It, you know, um, prosciutto and peas, and who doesn't love that? Uh, that was really good. What was the name of that restaurant? Let me, let me look it up because I don't know. I'm so ill prepared for this. Uh, Some Italians this will segment. jump up;
1: they'll jump all the way up your ass if you serve a carbonara with peas and cream. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean. Yeah. But I'm, look, man, I'm sure there's places in Italy doing it, you know? Yeah. The people try to say that, like, spaghetti and meatballs isn't really an Italian thing. And I'm like, I don't like, it's like everywhere. They do it all the time in Sicily, you know? There's like, those yeah. th- those things exist. I- Italy's a giant country where not everyone's eating the same thing. So, you know, <clears throat> I, I know a lot of people that are, would be like, that's not Italian food. And then I'm like, well, you might want to hold off on that because you'd be surprised.
0: Uh, this was. Coolaccino. Okay. Well I don't like the name of the restaurant. Oh, oh,
1: never mind. It's spelled fun. Um it's spelled it's spelled, a, it's
0: spelled Italian. Okay, so they they fresh made all the pastas themselves. Great. A wine focused restaurant, really great interior. All the uh all the uh the waiters and everybody was just like they were all dressed like anthropology Super Mario. Um <laughs> if that makes any sense? They were okay. they were all in like cool. <laughs> Overalls or some shit. Got it. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> got it. Now it
0: makes sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, some of the some of the alternate costumes on Mario Odyssey, where you're like, is that corduroy? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was. It a, was, nice it was a looking lot like overalls. That. Yeah. Sure. It
0: was like they went to. <laughs> This went like they went to like uh, a nicer planet than the food planet you mm-hmm. know what I mean like a, and what was most interesting about it is we were in Williamson County which is not Davidson County Nashville is in Davidson County but okay. this is Franklin is in Williamson County it's about forty five minutes from downtown Nashville and um, it was my first no masks dining experience in a year oh, wow. and a half oh amazing not even in the kitchen not on the hostess the The whatever uh, city council or whatever of Williamson County, they had lifted completely that day. Nothing. Nothing. You are not required. And if a business says they're not going to, they don't want to. And this place was so like, come sit at our community table. This place was so like, we're the neighborhood. We're the community. They were like... So and this is a very Republican area. Yeah. Um, not to like politicize it or anything, but newsflash a lot of Republicans hate the mask thing and think COVID is fake. So grow up if you think it's weird that I'm saying that. Also, where have you been for like a year? So just chill. Uh, uh, it, it was weird to me, a person of a different political perspective. Uh- <laughs> And if you don't like that, just grow up. Okay, so we went in. It was weird. No one was wearing masks. Lots of drinking publicly crammed in a small room. Everyone was spitting into each other's eyes. If you hadn't gotten the vaccine, which the people who were most excited to eat out Mm -hmm. unmasked did not get that fucking vaccine, Danny, and you know it. Uh
1: The only restaurants that I've seen that are like that... It was weird like to see the kitchen
0: without masks sports, all I'm saying. Sports bars.
1: Yeah, sports bars. You see sports bars, and I'm like, yeah, y'all weird to
0: see it at a, like, a fine at Italian an, uh, restaurant, where they make their pastas yeah. fresh and stuff. It was the weird. Co- the cooks weren't wearing masks? Cooks were not wearing masks. No one was wearing masks, almost to make a point. And that yeah. was unsettling well, to me. Well, day of is a little...
1: They, right, that they lifted the ban that day, and it was like, yeah, yeah everybody and, was like.
0: But there, there wasn't like a, there was no prior notice. It was like yeah. we were the assholes for showing up in masks. Oh, everyone stared at us. Did they really? Yeah, it was. It made us feel weird and unwelcome, which I don't think a restaurant should do. So the food was really good. I Wait, loved. is this the
1: place that served the carbonara and, yeah. the, and the peas?
0: Yep. Well, so that was a weird experience to walk in and just. James, they wouldn't do that at an. Actually, Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they would f- no place
1: that's you know their carbonara doesn't include peas and prosciutto and cream or whatever the <laughs> fuck you know they'll, they'll they'll keep their masks on. Uh, I went to Daidue in in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite restaurant in Austin, and I don't know if anyone listens is living there or you know maybe you're a comic who moved there. Or, you know, um, it, it, this is a this is a restaurant that's been around since 2014. It was included on a bunch of like best new restaurants lists, and then. I don't know if it just, like, people forgot about it or what, but I go back every year, and I'm like, this shit is so good, and it's so interesting. The chef, uh, his name is Jesse Griffiths. He's been described as, like, a hyper-locovore. He doesn't use any ingredient that's not being grown in Texas. Rarely will he. You know, I imagine since the snowstorm hit Texas that he will, but, like, you know, if there's not onions growing in Texas, fuck it, he'll pickle them, and he'll use them later. He ferments things. You know, he finds a way to, like cool get things and stretch them he hunts wild boar and antelope and Mm. like all this stuff is like stuff that he's doing and so it's really i don't know how you feel about game and i love game Game i I like
0: animal here in la a lot have you been to animal before no that's a that's a restaurant with a very similar focus oh interesting cool
1: so he um very whole hog restaurant wild hogs you know uh i'm pretty sure they're a problem in texas and like Mm -hmm. deforestation and stuff and like you know running wild and, like, overpopulating and everything. And so,
0: like, you know, they need to be Well, game is not not bad to kill. No, no, no. What's bad is, like, factory farming. And, like, when you're driving, uh, we drove from Amarillo to Flagstaff one day. And we were just in Amarillo on our road trip. And we thought, why does this smell like shit here? (laughs) And then we just kept driving. And then we saw thousands and thousands of cows with no room to move just like waiting is, waiting for their number to be murdered so. and it like it makes you feel sick to your stomach that that's where <laughs> it bums me out it,
1: it's such I, a bummer i specifically thought like this is a like meat first chef driven room room restaurant that you can like feel good about i'm like this is yeah. a responsible way to eat meat let me just run down some of the things
0: that i, ate I right want quick. us to get into game mm-hmm. as a country i think we should because you actually do have to control the deer population yeah. like for ecosystem reasons yeah. and stuff like we yes. should ju- we should be eating fucking deer more often grilled
1: confit chicken hearts with sambal honey glaze this shit's so good it's like Sounds six dollars awesome. as an appetizer you get a little skewer of chicken hearts that have been confit you have no idea that you're eating offal, By the way, mm-hmm. you like you know how sometimes it's got that musty sort of flavor to it, or like none of that here. And like the flavors are so good. Sambal honey glaze is like I think sambal is like Indonesian or something.
0: Now awful is S- the is the that's the fat on oh, organs. Oh, I guess
1: I use it as a blanket term for anything like uh, hearts, b- livers, okay, the, thi- the thyroid gland or whatever, like the. Yeah. You know, uh, those sweetbreads. I mean, I guess I use it as a blanket term to say parts of the animal that you normally wouldn't eat.
0: I thought offal was specifically fat.
1: I think it is. um, The fat
0: around organs that you trim
1: off. Is that wrong? Is that true?
0: I don't know. Mm, What am I thinking? The
1: entrails and internal organs of an animal used as food. Okay. So So it it can be a bunch of different things. Um, Okay. So the, the confit chicken hearts. He did this grilled sourdough. With strawberry honey whipped lard as like a dip. It's just, it's lard. Whipped with uh, strawberry and honey. So fucking good. Wild boar confit. This was one of the best dishes I've had so far this year. Uh, Big hunk of wild boar. Ginger bone broth. uh, Fermented like a fish sauce. Uh, Wild game caramel. No clue what that is. Bok choy, carrots, lime, and mm. herbs. I ate it, and I was like, "This is remind." Every spoonful was like, mm. "This is a, this is like being at one of the best Thai or Filipino restaurants in mm. L.A." Yeah. these flavors are very funky, acidic, a lot of herbaceous, uh, mm. you know, things going on. Every spoonful was like, "Fucking delightful," mm. and it was with like this, uh, you know, wild Texas game. And I thought that's that was- so
0: weird. I never think of like game game cuisines being like bright and fun. Like 100%. no one is doing that. Like, what, like yeah. game cuisines are always being cooked by people who have no, no offense, but like hunters have no clue how to cook shit. Like when you go to like often not that's when why you go it, to kitchens in hunting towns, which I have before yeah. when I've gone and hunted with people. Just like hunting, yeah, hunters in like places that we're
1: from, yeah. like there's not many like you know chef Ford thinking hunters. It's like <laughs> the killing was the fun yeah. part for them, not the you, right, not the, the prep. Uh, right. You take the deer and then you dry it out, and that's it. It is a hundred percent deer jerky. Yeah, yeah. The penis, the ears, all of it. It's jerky yeah. now. Yeah, there's not many. This also had one of the best charcuterie boards I've ever fucking had. And mm. I've had, we talked about this last week, some bad charcuterie boards mm-hmm. recently. Incredible, man. Chicken liver mousse, red wine, pickled blueberries, wild boar, summer sausage, antelope salami, beerwurst, pork rietz, pickled red cabbage, and pickled green tomatoes. Those pickled green tomatoes were some of the best. Ones oh, I've had yeah. 26 bucks. For this charcuterie Damn. board, you will get that same charcuterie board and it's pepperoni and balsamic glaze in L.A. for like $20. Yeah.
0: Like a bad a bad charcuterie, charcuterie board.
1: So this place, man, is... Um, I've seen some lists. Eater is one. Mm. Central Austin restaurants, not on that list. Fuck that list. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those places where I'm like, it's good for the community. You know, the, the, yeah. the chef is doing interesting, creative things. And... I'm like, why? I don't know. To me, in my in my mind, it is uh, one of the best restaurants in Austin, and my favorite. So when I go back in two months, I mean, this is Dai is a restaurant. Every time I go to Austin,
0: I'm going. You have to take me there when we do our big uh, Macaroni Zone live podcast in Austin. I day. would love to, buddy. When are you gonna go back to Zaxby's? <laughs> Let's make a road trip to a Zaxby's. Maybe if my grandfather dies, Danny, I'll be (laughs) going and getting a big Zaxx salad. Book
1: it. Your grandfather's dead, and I'm coming into town to go to the funeral and hit up a Zaxby's. James, our special topics of the day. Just in the takeouts website, okay, uh, for a couple of things, and some things I think would be good to talk about. One is um, it's mother. It was Mother's Day on
0: Sunday. Mm-hmm. What foods? What foods make you think of of your mother, Danny? Do you want to know what the first thing I thought of is <laughs> when you s- <laughs> when I heard that we might be talking about this? Foods that remind us of mom. It's a white bread toast. You toast the white bread, Okay. not grill. You toast it. And then Oscar Mayer pre-cooked bacon in the microwave. Okay. They make pre-cooked bacon? And a, and a slice of... Yeah, they do. You can buy pre-cooked bacon that you just throw in the microwave or whatever. Okay. And a slice of Kraft American cheese. My mom would hand me this like <laughs> quick toast American cheese bacon sandwich. This was just like my mom throwing something to me real quick. To right. Eat. And it's a very nostalgic, those three ingredients are just very nostalgic for me.
1: No ketchup, no mayo, no... No, just bacon and American cheese,
0: just the sweet cheese with the bacon.
1: And sometimes the fat from the, as we saw with um, the sandwich at Roma Market, Mm -hmm. sometimes the meat has like enough fat to it and it's it's like slippery. It's like, you kind of don't need a sauce. Yeah, you don't. It lubricates itself. (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's interesting that's man that's the first thing I thought of is, and it's something <clears throat> that I've only seen my mom make or eat and it's just me and my mom that eat this sandwich I feel like Lillian Stone who's a staff writer for the takeout
1: uh, I liked her contribution to it which was Weight Watchers taco soup and now that I'm thinking <laughs> about my mother I think about like those those lean cuisine mm. dinners yeah. that like I would eat when I was like trying to lose weight I was like <laughs> you know I was like a chubby kid or whatever I, was, like, I need to lose like 30 pounds and I was my mom would buy me and her lean cuisines. And we, uh, we would eat them constantly.
0: What, do you, like, a what a thing, like a chicken fettuccine thing? Uh, like a chicken
1: fettuccine, maybe a salmon, okay. maybe a salmon, a salmon. A ju- or a salmon or a uh, some sort of like chicken dish, like yeah. chicken and gravy, yeah. low cal protein, and then just you know the the most ho hum vegetables of all time: <laughs> steamed carrots and peas. Oh God! When I think about what my mom eats. I think about like really esoteric things that like I don't I've never seen oh, anybody yeah. do. Uh, would, she would do open-faced tomato sandwiches, so just uh, bread mm-hmm. and tomatoes and a little, maybe a little mayo and salt, and that's it. Mm. She, I just remember her eating that and watching her stories, mm-hmm. her soaps. Yeah, um, and then something that she did for me last time I was back. I think I might have been sick or something, or maybe I was just hungry. I don't know. It's salting crackers, a bunch of salting crackers on a plate, mm. uh, a little bit of mayo a little bit of Swiss cheese, and then a hot and sour pickle on top. And it's just like your little, it's your own little charcuterie, yeah. amuse-bouche, oh, yeah. hors d'oeuvre type of thing. And uh, I crave those, those crackers. Oh those God. things and pie in the morning. She's big on, if she uh, bakes a pie. Pie in the morning.
0: I just never see her eat it at night. It's always <laughs> coffee in the morning. Coffee and yeah. pie in the morning. Wow, that's so American. Pretty. It just makes me think of like walking into a diner for a slice of pie and, a, yeah. and some watery coffee. Um, here is another,
1: another headline. God, I love this from the takeout. Conservatives retreat to their own special coffee shops. I was like, what the hell is going on? That's right. Oh, in Florida, there's a coffee shop called Conservative Grounds, which occupies
0: <laughs> space in a strip mall in, you guessed it, number one answer, Tampa. Oh, man. <laughs> so conservatives weren't allowed in coffee shops. Huh? Famously
1: not. Fam- I mean, what? Well, you you know this. Conservatives are being prosecuted
0: and uh that's so uh, strange <clears throat> to have historically won an election like to have historically gotten more votes than any other republican president and then insist that your voices are being silenced merely because this has been stewing. the resistance to well, that was been, high too this has
1: been stewing ever since starbucks in the in the happy hall they got rid of merry christmas the, and, yeah the, so so since that happened yeah i think there's been a little it's funny to watch conservatives realize that nobody is on their side None of the people that serve their food. This
0: stuff is hard for me, Danny, because I am a former conservative Republican, and I come sure. from Christian world. I come from very hardcore Christian world, yeah. and that is everyone that I'm related to, and sure. half my friends. And it's weird to like talk about these issues, but even at the height of my Ben Shapiro ness in mm-hmm. like high school and stuff, uh, I knew that this like conservatives are being attacked. Like War on Christmas was probably the first time. That was the that was the first like. Chip in the wall of my like resistance to thinking about things any differently. I was like, "Oh, really? there is no war on Christmas." I found it right. so. It was always coming from. Well, it's such a, a b- silly turn of phrase. It's it- just weird that uh, to me the conservatism, like National Review, mm-hmm. all of this stuff, it, it's what makes me so disappointed in Trumpism. Conservatism was always about being right. Like have it like being armed with knowledge and logic and reason and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's gradually being taken over by the dummies. That, that's what I'm seeing from my perspective as I'm, you know, talking to my conservative family members about like what's happening and yeah. conservatism. Well, it's not conservatism anymore. It's Trumpism, and you're just seeing the dummies taking over what was an actual ideology. Now it's right. like not even an ideology.
1: But it's it's <laughs> and it's pretty. But also, do you think that if you're like a, a conservative yeah, or Trump, or whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah one yeah. of these, one of these people that believes, yeah. believes in all this shit. It's pretty obvious you're alone. I mean, it's pretty obvious that, like, you know, what in your group, like, no, 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 like, like, um, places of business. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. Cha- they're not sharing the same values. These people don't agree with you. You're not like yeah. necessarily welcome at a Starbucks.
0: If you're you know if you're like wearing, I guess, like the MAGA hat and you're and you yes. look like you've come to start a fight. Also, if you're which no one has ever been happy to see someone who's appears like they are coming there to start a fight. The same reason that a seven eleven clerk is tense when someone when a teenager comes in wearing a scream mask, they might feel a little weird, right? Because you look like you're there to do right. something negative and mean. So there is like there, There is a conservatism that's just the regular kind that I would say that my family is where you're just like not that political. And then there's the kind where you throw on a hat and you're like, let's fight.
1: Take okay. a look take a look at the front of conservative grounds. It looks like a flea market. It looks it like does. a place that sells swords, not coffee. Do you <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? This is this is a place where like you go and buy quilts oh, and also uh, venison jerky. Yeah. You know, it looks like that. This guy, I love this quote too. And I'm going to read it to you how I think he's saying it. Okay. Okay. Proprietor Cliff Gephardt rejects the label coffee shop, however. We refer to ourselves as a camaraderie shop because there's a lot more camaraderie going around in the conservative grounds than there is coffee. This is a quote that he says.
0: He's a a camaraderie shop. A camaraderie shop. Yes, sir. Oh, man. So you would say that you're comrades together in here and you welcome each other as comrade, huh?
1: What kind of... What kind of music plays in this place? What kind? I'm just so curious about the aesthetic of a conservative coffee shop. It's
0: yeah, it's maybe you know Toby Keith or stuff like that. Maybe maybe like a Chick Fil A. It's just got instrumental versions of worship songs, like Chris Tomlin worship songs. Is that what they play at Chick Fil A? Yeah, you know how you like pull up to Chick Fil A and you hear like. Down down, 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 down down you just like hear this like bland like light rock those are like instrumental tracks of worship music i would love to hear those this, um, those have very repetitive lyrics about how jesus needs to come to the city they made worship
1: lo lofi beats i'd get into it <laughs>
0: <laughs> hours of lofi beats to, to do worship to study to <laughs>
1: to worship God to. Oh, that'd be my favorite YouTube channel. Oh man. What about uh okay, so we're on conservative coffee shops. Yeah, cuz Starbucks ab- is not your friend, right? What, no, not your friend. I guess they're not. What about what about conservative restaurants? Like is that eventually going to be a thing? If you could draw up a conservative <laughs> well, <there's Crinkerbell>. restaurant. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So like the, the, these places pretty much already exist. You know? Yeah, it's like it's But if good. you were if you were going to draw up a conservative a yeah. place where Tucker Tucker Carlson could go and not get spat on in the face, confidently. Right now that guy is probably walking into some places in DC and the East Coast and being like, I don't know. You know, the fucking people could hate his ass. And like yeah. he got he's gotten screened out of the restaurant and death threats and like you know, all that but stuff. He's also
0: a rich guy, and when you enter into like the realm of the rich, rich, rich people, I mean they're all dining at clubs. Right. Like they <clears> don't even like dine at like restaurants anymore. They're like clubs and their VIP rooms and I guess when, that's when true. money comes into it, uh, there's an incentive to not be shitty to that person because they're a celebrity Tucker Carlson is a celebrity Th- The same way true. that Anderson Cooper is a res- Celebrity like okay. if Anderson Cooper Walks into a Chick-fil-A in Alabama People are going to want pictures with him That's yeah. a celebrity I think the same Thing with Tucker Carlson where it's like I don't think he's going to get that much public hate Simply because he's like a, a rich person who Is recognizable you know what I mean yeah. Also this the whole thing of Conservatives are under attack there are so many Conservatives the, you that that like a political minority does not mean just like a broad minority. They lost by like not that big of mm-hmm. a fraction mm-hmm. in like these elections and stuff like that. The I Senate that. is fifty-fifty. It's like it's a lot of people. It's kind of ridiculous to say nobody. Oh, everyone's under attack. It's like you have lots of friends. Yeah. Everyone agrees with you in your world. Do you think of conservatives as having a good taste in food? I think of conservatives who are kind of afraid of everything. Spice. Spice. Including flavor. Yeah, flavor. And most importantly, immigrants. When you are afraid right. of immigrants, oh, the, the food that is the, kind of like cut off to you, like you, your world, it's just your world shrinks. Your when world
1: shrinks so much.
0: I mean, I you'll never experience the joy of a yeah. good
1: fish sauce.
0: Yeah. You know? The I think the I think the conservative palate might be overwhelmed by ketchup. I mean I mean that's Trump- <laughs> it.
1: Okay, paint the picture of a conservative restaurant. What's on every table? I'm saying ketchup and A1. I'm saying A1 for sure. Yeah, A1. And that might be loosely more of a dad thing than anything. But I think at a conservative restaurant you'd see a lot of A1. I think you'd see a lot of it, oh your uh, steaks. First mm-hmm. of all, it's pretty much only steaks. Yeah. It's probably a steakhouse. Yeah. I think that. I think that applies to both like um mm-hmm. sort of lower to middle class and also like the super rich people like mm. Tucker Carlson mm. uh, they all love steak of course, a oh, nice grilled steak and yeah. there's there's two temperatures there's raw and uh burnt to hell mid yeah, well that's exactly it. that's it and uh boiled vegetables only boiled only boiled I think
0: of only boiled vegetables this is you know this is sounding i mean uh, sounds good no. It no, sounds bad. it doesn't it's just weird. It's it's I think of it Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is the ultimate conservative restaurant. Chick-fil-A is regularly criticized for its contributions to like family oriented um action groups and and packs yeah. that are like gay people suck and marriage is a man and a woman and mm-hmm. Tim Tebow and like Chick fil A has firmly planted itself as a political Right, chicken restaurant, and the trouble is that they they do have flavorful sauces. I eat at Chick Fil A frequently. Um, it's not conservative in flavor. I, it's y- not, but you know, it's pretty progressive. I, I have been Th- going. The Chick Fil A sauce is pretty progressive. It's good, and they invented eating. They invented food courts. They were the first. They were the first uh, fast Whoa. food places in malls. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. And I, you know, I never think that I'm buying chicken from the homophobic CEO. I'm buying chicken from the clearly gay Christian kid at the window. That's H- who I'm buying chicken from is Spencer. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm well, buying chicken right, from Spencer. Yeah, so <laughs> and Spencer's fabulous. And I love Spencer. And I'm, I'm going to go see Spencer. He makes great waffle fries. I want to support his, you know, he probably has a decent wage. That's true. The, the thing about these like Christian restaurants, like in and out or Chick-fil-A, they don't treat their employees that horribly. That is true. in and out famously they're, pays their people they're well, well run. Some yeah. of them are specifically in chick-fil-a and in and out's case that said there's a popeyes by my house i've been going to popeyes more mm-hmm. and i at this point even though the cook the cook on the chicken and the potatoes sometimes is not as consistent as chick-fil-a chick-fil-a is good because of the cook on the items the chicken is right. like fresh the potatoes are freshly fried popeyes is not always the same Pope amount I of fresh. better
1: additional selections the red beans, and rice. Popeye's ca- actually Cajun has fries. southern sides. This, this this is your argument I saw on your Instagram stories about In-N-Out versus Whataburger. Mm. You broke it down the same way I do. Yeah. Which is that, like, I mean, I don't know, if you want me to pit the burgers against each other, maybe. But if I have to pick a chain, mm-hmm. it's like, Whataburger, they have more options. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they do other things. Yeah. And In-N-Out's like a, a few different a yeah. few different
0: things only. And, and that's sort of how I think I pick Popeye's as a chain over Chick-fil-A. Because while I like that Chick-fil-A sandwich a lot, I'm just falling in love more with what Popeye's has going for it. And you know what? You know what? What's up with Popeye's? It, it doesn't say some, like, shit about, like, right. gay dudes getting married or whatever. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Get and, me the food. And it's fun to say. Popeye's. 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 Black and Ranch.
1: I feel screwy already. I'll put
0: the Black and Ranch over the Chick-fil-A sauce any day, Danny. Conservative Grounds, where are you getting your coffee beans from? another country right
1: isn't there so many fundamental things that like yeah. you would think would disagree again, in brazil indonesia yeah. you know what i'm saying like isn't there yeah. you're you're putting money into something else like <laughs> outside of america or like i don't yeah. i just don't understand like well, e- ethically yeah. they have more problems than we do for following like companies that we think might be evil
0: it's so, weird it's like the there's like an anger at there's an anger at all these like big tech companies or something but like nothing to me is more conservative than walmart Walmart, everything is from China. It's like nothing that Walmart does not support a single like American institution, but Walmart, That's but true. one family. Yeah, it's, Walmart looks out for
1: number one. Walmart, Walmart.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, I conservative grounds. It's hard to see how this place actually becomes like affirming of conservative values without just sort of becoming hipsterfied. Like, unfortunately, <laughs> the world that we're in, where it's like these right. this stuff was made by union. Right. Union people in Kansas. It's like that's what Joe Biden does. That's what all his merch is like bragging about and stuff.
1: Give me before we go. Give me, give me one very conservative meal.
0: What's a what's a what? <laughs> describe
1: to me and just maybe this is where you're from. Oh yeah, around Tennessee, Nashville. Sure, 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 sure. sure.
0: Describe a very conservative meal. A very conservative meal. Um, what screams? I'm voting <sighs> for Trump if he runs again. I immediately saw like well make america great again what what when was it great the 50s it immediately makes me think of some kind of like casserole um i think of i think of like a hash brown casserole or a chicken uh cream of mushroom soup can campbell's based casserole and i think of a potato salad honestly it was that dinah's the Dinah's <laughs> food—it's like when you said, "Think of a conservative meal." I immediately yeah. pictured marshmallows being dropped into some right. kind of oh, savory. Oh, was marshmallows the first ingredient you thought of? Marshmallows and mayonnaise-based yeah. salad of some kind with fruit. You know what? If there's fruit on the table in, of of a conservative yep. meal, it's covered in a dressing.
1: That just made me think of one, and this falls in line with like Country Club's Waldorf salad, turkey, Waldorf mayo, salad, slice of a, of apple, walnuts. That's that's saying. If we're talking about that's con- a that's a Don Junior salad. If I've ever heard one,
0: conservative. You said that very Pittsburgh, by the way. Don Junior.
1: Um, Don, Don Junior. The
0: the <laughs> the best you can do at the conservative meal, Danny. I would say is a BLT. The BLT is like the like blonde hair, blue eyed, big titties. Oh, that's surf rough. Lady though BLT crosses the aisle. BLT crosses, it crosses the, the aisle. aisle. That's what uh, it's a centrist sandwich. Is what it is. <laughs> The BLT is a centrist sandwich. I think Joe Biden might be a BLT. Not enough meat. Yeah. You're hungry immediately. You're left wanting. But what a crowd pleaser. For sure. (laughs) Now we're doing doing your other podcast. What things are what things? What what sandwiches are what?
1: What sandwiches are what politicians? politicians. What? I mean, we could do that. We'll do a crossover at some point. You know what we'll do? We'll We'll have Zach on and we'll we'll get Zach on and we'll do a crossover soon. Uh, James, is there anything that you want to plug aside from the fact that your grandfather is dying? um
0: i mm-hmm. am uh, uh james austin johnson you can find me at shrimp jaj shrimp jaj uh and uh uh yeah um perfect that's it
1: my name is danny palumbo uh you can catch me on instagram only i'm instagram exclusive at palumbros p-a-l-u-m-b-r-o-s i write for the takeout i write for los angeles magazine eater i do stand up sometimes uh follow me on instagram that's where i post uh, my whereabouts and all my projects and stuff Thank you so much for listening. That has been the Macaroni Zone, and goodbye. The Macaroni
0: Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone.
1: The Macaroni Zone.